Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Place Fantasy Football Podcast. We are back, Josh. We um, are back. We are back. Yeah, dude, the offseason flew by. I can't believe the season is already back. Um, but we've got a lot to talk about. We got games. We have games tomorrow. Week, week one. Week one is finally upon us. Um, and now, if you want to know basically where we've been since base, our rookie draft, um, well, life comes at you fast, and uh, we had to take kind of take a break. And we are able to do a lot more improvements, like some kind of dreams that we wanted for the season to finally happen. And you guys are seeing it now, which is awesome. We I'm can't finally... see it, but you can. So good for you. <laughs> well, in post, you will see it, Ethan. Mm. Actually, I sent you a picture of it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Hey, if if you're out there and you're watching this, in, in the uh, wise words of Drake, it's it's too late because oh by the time gosh. this is posted, it's week one. Yeah, yeah. week one's week, already started. Week one is upon us, and what's also going to be happening here is we have a brand new schedule for you for the season. No longer will you see us do once a week. You are going mm-hmm. to see us three times a week. You're welcome. So we are basically going to have a preview episode of every game every Thursday for you. So you are prepared going into your week. And then uh, during the weekend, Ryan and I will actually be doing another show um, that's going to be injuries and information is how we're uh, calling it. That's working title. But basically, we're going to go down all the news for you. And just to kind of go over things that you need to be aware of, whether it's injury, who's going to, who's in, who's out this week, and it basically how to set the best lineup for you possible. All that going to end up going into our weekly reviews. Literally during Sunday night football, you will see us talk about how the game, how the games went, yep. uh, who had the best lineups, and also watching the games. Also, yeah, watching we'll the also games. be watching the games. Oh, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be a family atmosphere. You know, yes, yeah. yeah, so it will be. We will be relaxing. Talking ball is what we want to do. Guys, yeah. you ready to kick off 2022? Well, before we yeah. get started, oh. um, please like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Oh. Follow us on all yes. our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Last Place FT. So yeah. come yeah. and check We're us getting out. getting more we'll tech savvy. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I we really been, are. I've been posting a lot of stuff as of late. so get on check us out uh, that's where we'll be posting any updates to our schedule if we're you know doing anything new with that so get on and get on our social media so all, all right. right we can go without ahead further ado no the season is starting we're starting now all right our first thursday night football now. thursday night football and we are yeah. going to be starting with, with a banger with yes. a great great start a great game bills and rams no better way to kick off uh week one um so preview the super bowl casually yeah it could be a super bowl preview honestly um rams your defending champions uh they bring back uh cooper cup cam Akers, matthew stafford um but really i mean i think we should start everyone but obj right yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, OBJ. Andrew, they said oh, that they're in their Andrew, left tackle. Yeah, um, Whitworth retired. Whitworth, yeah, Whitworth. Yeah, yeah Whitworth's out. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think we should talk about their brand new addition um, as their wide receiver too. They traded away Robert Woods and the. Uh, oh, but that's uh, my segment. Wow, you're just gonna steal my season. thunder. All right, Joshua <laughs> is a thief, and I want everyone to know that. 
I, I am. That not is not his nose. We're sitting here pre-talk about Thursday night football, and he's like, "Oh, you know what? You're right." I am, and then he steal. All right, go ahead. I am no, literally. Fine. I am oh giving gosh. you a That's home fun. run right, ball girls. right now. That's okay. All right, girls. Wow, right. the rust is real. It's all right. Joshua's <laughs> a thief. Starting okay. off the year rough, guys. So Ethan, Starting off the year rough. <laughs> Ethan. Yeah. We need to talk about the Rams' newest addition at wide receiver. We sure do. And who would that be? Allen Robinson. If you guys missed out on the Allen Robinson sweepstakes in the offseason when he was worth literally nothing on Chicago and with trade talks in there, I don't know what you were doing. Um, He was a guy I've been high on and wasn't able to get in any of my leagues because people just didn't want to offload him. Because I feel like there's two sides of the spectrum with him. It was the hopefuls that he was going to get somewhere like where he ended up and then the panickers who are selling him for whatever they could get i will tell you for yeah. someone who had to endure the alan robinson experience last year <laughs> that i was i gave up on him mid-season i was like i can't do this anymore yep. and in our, <laughs> in our league i drafted him in the fourth round like that's over cooper cup over um, cooper yeah. cup yeah over cooper cup um but yeah that but that's actually like with Allen Robinson, I should have understood, especially in a dynasty league, that it's like, look, he is on the last year of his deal. Ain't no way he was coming back to Chicago. Yeah. No, no, no matter how good the way that he performed was. last year. Well, not the way he performed, but also Nagy, like Nagy kind of burned the bridge at that point. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, and so with that, I was like, I should have known that Allen Robinson was going to be gone, like gone and he was going somewhere. Yeah. And as soon mm-hmm. as you heard the, the Rams signed him, I feel like the narrative completely flipped. And yeah. it was like, oh, okay, now you got to focus on Allen Robinson because this offense can handle two plus two, almost three receivers if yeah. you want to, plus a running game. Like McVay can do it. You have Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford, who is literally at his age, still the best quarterback Allen Robinson's ever played with. Crazy. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, sadly. No, I mean, I think he's super pumped, though. I think you're going to see stats a little bit better than where OBJ was ending at the end of last season with him. Because he's a star. He just needs a QB. Oh, he was well, and even then, he's always been so good despite his quarterback play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even then, the Rams have stated they they put out a post saying that they're leaving a locker open for OBJ. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, OBJ, Allen, and Cup. All yeah. in the same wide receiving room. And I, that, I think it, that's crazy. They're literally just letting Odell heal up, and yeah. it's all—it's already a handshake deal that it's going to happen. They're leaving the door open. For he's he's going to come him in back. at the end of the season. Like you're just going to see that update. Like OBJ yeah. finally signs deal with the Rams. Yeah. Go so for OBJ a is a deep deep stash. Yeah. You know, especially with Allen Robinson being there, he's a deep deep stash. If you have the space on your team, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have an IR slot put him in yeah, yeah. In there. um the one person i do want to talk about i mean we've really talked about the rams and just to kind of continue on the rams there's two players i really want to look into um that's stafford with this elbow issue that might be yeah. legitimate um, which is kind of scary and then acres um i really want to see cam Akers had the brand new uh achilles surgery which is how he came back mm-hmm. so early and i really do want to see how that it impacts his performance um, yeah. I mean, with obviously with with ACL injuries, like you've kind of seen how the surgeries have progressed to where like ACL is not as a career killer as it once be. And I'm wondering if Achilles is going to be the same way. 
Um, yeah. But with Staff- Stafford is the one that scares me, though. Yeah. No, I, yeah, mean, I am it, too. It will, it will affect the, you know, the productivity of the rest of the team. Yeah. So, and and yeah, I get that. It could be like a Big Ben situation these last mm-hmm. few years. Yeah, it really that's a great like situation yeah. callback, Ethan. I, I it yeah. could be that way. That's what I'm here for. That's yeah. why I get paid because when bucks. Ben when Ben was down, I mean it it really affected the team as a whole. So yeah. and, you oh, know, yeah. uh, players to watch on that, the whole wide receiving core, obviously. Yeah. And then yeah. Akers. Akers and Darrell Henderson. Yeah. Because yeah. Akers, Akers and Darrell Henderson, they have already stated that they're splitting the backfield. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think so, Akers is more yeah. of a risk than Henderson. I mean, Henderson's mm-hmm. injury prone, but he's not. But so Akers is Akers. Prone. Yeah. 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 And, so, well, and both... I mean, McVeigh came out and said, we have two RB1s, but, but yeah. go ahead. But, I, would, I would just stay away if you, if you have them. They might be a good flex option. Uh, maybe. Yeah, but don't put too RB2. much stock. Don't yeah. put too much stock in them. You know, if they're healthy, put them out there. But... If not, hold on to them, maybe even try to trade them away. But yeah, I, I would basically hope that one of them just has a hot hand and McVeigh yep. rides the hot hand. But yep. I think yeah. you're I think you're gonna see them be super balanced this year though. Like it's they're gonna going, try to spread it around so no yeah. no one back takes all of the weight. Yeah. So and not one quarterback takes all the weight as well. Mm. And I think it could just be a load management kind of deal. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about a quarterback who does not have load management whatsoever. Uh, Josh Allen, um, yeah, QB one. Man, how do you guys think he's gonna do in this game? Because I think he's gonna do well. Yeah, but it, I mean, he's just so funny. He's such a like a goofy good old boy. Like he's just like <laughs> the depiction of Wyoming at QB. Um, but no, I love Josh Allen. He's uh, my QB in my league. I'm the commissioner of a league officially, so that's going to be interesting. But I, I'm super pumped for him. I think as long as he can manage his contact, he should be okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's got to he's got to watch taking those hits. But one know, one he, thing I will say too is he probably has the most talent this year that he's ever had, which might be scary to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, like the running back situation is really interesting. You got Singletary, Zach Moss is still there and still yep. involved, and James Cook. So you have yep, this yeah. three-headed Zach Moss trio. Is kind of I yeah, the more, three-headed more, trio, man. Yeah, he's going to be but, more goal line. And I think, yeah, Zach Moss is yeah. kind of taking the back seat a little bit. He's been more goal line stuff. Um, you saw, you know, Devin Singletary kind of take the reins at the last three or four games of the season. Yeah. But yeah. I think that the passing work is going to be pretty much handed off to Cook. Uh, Cook. Yeah, I mean, so. yep. if you think about it, they tried to sign J.D. McKissick in the offseason. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so they had him until they were looking went for. back on the deal, which is crap. Yeah, Yeah, and I think, like, really, I think James Cook's role is going to be that. I could also see James Cook's role expanding uh, depending on how well he runs the ball, too. For yeah, sure. but then we talk about that. Uh, I mean, Isaiah McKenzie. You have Dawson Knox, who yep. just got extended. Um, you. Also I think Dawson's going to be a regression candidate. Uh, Dawson is that candidate for me. I think they signed him more for blocking. To be honest with you. Yeah. And and the the thing is, last year at, I I was actually in a couple home leagues, and a lot of people were like, "Yeah, Dawson Knox was getting twenty plus points for me last year." 
And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It was like three catches, five targets, and two touchdowns. You're going to do very well. But if you're that touchdown dependent where you're yeah. almost getting a one to two, a one to one ratio, yeah, sign me out. Like I'm out on that. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I'd I'd be trading him, honestly. Sure. Like you got a very small sample size of what they want him to do. And now with how explosive like Gabe Davis and as I Isaiah, excuse me, McKenzie is look, mm, that's gonna be yeah. tough for him. And then yeah, Gabe Davis for sure is Jameson Crowder definitely too. a sleeper. Yeah. Uh no Crowder's sleeper Crowder's candidate. dead to McKenzie, but no, I, I just think because Isaiah McKenzie is trying to get onto the field, so I think Crowder is going to be there to kind of start. But, and it's going to be uh, kind of like, you know, that Emmanuel Sanders-Gabe Davis transition. I think it's going to be mm. the exact same thing. It's going to be Crowder to McKenzie. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, McKenzie's cleared for week one. I, I thought I saw he was uh, he was he starting. Was, he was hurt a bit in camp, I think. So that, that's Yeah, why. he was dealing with groin issues, but he's officially cleared. He's going to be playing week one. Oh, yeah, he's sweet. cleared, but it might be a lingering issue that goes nah. into the season. So he's not a baby. Huh. Well, he might be, but we'll never know. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. We know? will find out tomorrow. <laughs> and again, what a way to start! Um, y'all ready for the next game? Yeah, yeah. yeah All right, next game we got the Eagles going to Detroit to play the Lions. How are y'all feeling about this game? I, I think we're going to learn a lot. Yeah, I want to see Amon Ra and Swift break out this year. He's not a homer I at all. I want to see that. I think Swift might be, but Amon Ra I, might, I mean, Swift might has, be a, a mid-tier wide receiver too. I mean, the, the big thing with Amon Ra, and I do want to keep bringing this up, is that he didn't really get open until mm-hmm. they signed Josh Reynolds. And it's like just having another like good receiver on the outside help open things up. Well, and now they have DJ. Yeah, they have Chark. I mean, obviously, JMO's not playing, but like you also have Hawkinson coming back. Hawkinson was out so early, but he was getting basically attacked every single week in the beginning of the year. Your offensive line is a year stronger. uh, And I think Goff is serviceable, serviceable. Here's here's my thing with this game. We're going to find out if the Lions are still the worst team in the NFL or if Dan Campbell's going to turn it around and be coach of the year. And then we're going to find out if this new look Eagles passing game is actually going to work. It's going to be interesting because Miles Sanders is kind of a question mark. It seems like he's, he's been marked healthy on the injury report. So that's kind of confusing, but I don't know. We're going to learn a lot about both teams from this game, yeah. and I think Guys, it's going to be a good matchup. I think Kenny Gainwell might be the starter. No. I don't know. That's just been really? my gut feeling. I think that might happen this year. Like, legit, I think he's going to get a lot of passing work, but he's not the starter. Yeah. I, I just think it's possible. Miles Sanders has always been, like, injured to some sort of ex- extent, and Gainwell offers pass, uh, passing work that Miles Sanders just simply hasn't shown this year. Granted, you can blame that on just the scheme, but this just kind of happened that way. All um, I hear is Hummer. <laughs> but Hertz is also another breakout candidate that you need to watch because, you yeah. know, he looked fairly solid last year. If he I don't know. He was what, QB5? He develops his, he was, no, he yeah. was the QB2 before he got hurt. Yeah. If he develops his passing game, I, I think it may end up 
you know, being a potential Josh Allen type situation. Yeah, just where, even improving. Um, maybe more like Lamar. A little bit. Yeah, it it could be a more Lamar. Yeah, but Lamar. Situation. Lamar developed his passing game for like a year, and then he like yeah. struggled. Only through the Andrews. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he, his first year, he was he he sucked at passing. The second year, he he was great, and then now he's back and to like oh, I'm so, not that great at passing. You see, Ryan, I like to disagree with that, but we'll talk about that during <laughs> so, the Ravens. Really, really quickly before we move on from this matchup, I think it's ultimately going to come down to can AJ Brain. AJ, AJ Brain. AJ Brain. AJ, <laughs> can AJ Brown stay healthy? Big question. And can he help this team? And then can Hawkinson elevate the offense for Detroit? Yeah. I think Hawkinson. He's got to be the guy. Yeah. yeah. Hawkinson, I yeah. think, is option one for the moment with Amon Ra's option two. But yeah. make no mistake, they will run the ball. Yeah. And yeah. And, and Swift, Swift is, is be a good. big part of that offense. But real. But, real Really, the yeah. big thing that I, I kind of want to bring up also is the, the trade the Eagles literally just made for Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Like that's where. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that's, that's right. where I'm like, okay, that team's all right, this loaded. yeah, this Eagles team is insane. So like, do I have to temper my expectations on the Eagles defense? Do I have mm-hmm. to temper my expectations yeah. on all my you wrong on right their now? defense? Their front seven is awful in Philadelphia. That's the only yeah. thing. Awful. Yes. Maybe their linebackers, but not their D line. <laughs> Mm. Your D-line's got a pretty good taking a look at their D-line. Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, and Jordan Davis. Hey, they got to prove it because they were one of the worst units in the NFL last year. I I think part of With that – With two out part, of those three on the front seven. Part of the issue there was, uh, I think, the scheme and just adjusting to it because it was completely different compared to, like, the Jim Swartz defense. Right. Um, and hey, yeah. I, I, I love to be proven wrong, but that's my note going into this game <laughs> is how bad is that front seven? That, I think we will find that out very quickly because yeah. Lions have a sneak good O-line, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Browns-Panthers next game. Yeah, Browns-Panthers. Browns and Panthers is the next game. Almost there. <laughs> Josh did uh, draft first round, DJ Moore. Oh, dude. I hate ESPN for that one. That one is like, you are dead to me. Oh, we have to. Oh, wait. No, we'll bring it up for the Falcons game. What I did. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll bring it up for that because I think there's a good discussion on it. Um, but Browns yeah. Panthers, really the big the big thing here. And I, I put it in my notes. I just want to see Baker rain hellfire. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. It's going to be a revenge game for him. Revenge. The wrath of Baker. Yeah. The yeah. wrath of Baker. Like, this is your one week to start Baker. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Every he other either, week he's going to be injured. Either booms or he busts. Yeah. Um, or Yeah. And then obviously Chubb, CMC, DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, yeah. But please, CMC, CMC stay healthy. Coming <laughs> off the oh injury. Gosh, yeah. Please. Coming off of a, a really rough two you know years what? for him. Here's, so here's one thing we don't have see. in our notes. Uh, but Kareem Hunt, is he getting traded or – is that going to affect oh, yeah, this game at all? Because they didn't extend mm. him. Yeah, so I don't know, actually. That's something that we do need to uh, figure out. So, but I mean, if you're figuring out your lineup for this week, be wary about Kareem Hunt. There might be a mentality thing there or a scheme thing there since he's saying, trade me, I don't want to be here. That's something to keep your eye on. Mm. When you're setting your lineup for Sunday. 
Yeah, I would definitely look into that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that there's much else for that game other than the I mean, yeah. I'm that's about it. Yeah, I'm personally not starting Kareem Hunt until I get an answer. And no, you yeah, will, not you even know flexing. right off the bat. Yeah, not no, even but flexing. Ch- yeah. But that- Chubb is an automatic lock, CMC yeah. is a lock. Chubb no. is interesting though because it's Jacoby Brissett. So, yeah, speaking of Brissett, I do want to bring up Njoku because Brissett. Yeah. loves throwing to the tight ends and i think that's mm. where njoku like he did get paid like he's he's a part of this team for a while they'll definitely yeah. scheme him in yeah yeah they, he did love jack doyle in indianapolis yeah. back when they made their run and he had gronk okay. in new england but let's yeah. talk about about amari cooper do you think he's gonna get much no. work i have been new, so against amari cooper this year not because of amari cooper anti amari cooper channel well, i think he was he was thrown into a bad situation he was expecting yeah. a good quarterback and that got a, gonna, that yeah, that would have targeted him a lot and he ended up getting jacoby no, not even that in jarvis a, landry honestly, rushing, can, in a rush first offense so that's can that's we nominate like that for cuck of rough. the year Amari Cooper going to the Browns. <laughs> Dude, even the trade value. That's the yeah. other thing. Fifth oh and my sixth gosh. round for Amari Cooper? Like, yeah. are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. And, like, you have to understand, like, yes, he's kind of been hurt. Yes, C.D. Lamb was there. But, like, yeah. but it's Amari Coop. Cooper did his thing. Yeah. yeah. No, he was, he was a wide receiver one there. So, trading him away for that little is an evil move. But – you know, he he would have gone to a better situation if Deshaun Watson was there. Hadn't uh, done Deshaun Hadn't Watson things. Done yeah. What he did. So exactly. Allegedly. Know, he he may, we'll, we'll stay he may get him. Here. Yeah, he may get him back middle of the season, but by then, knows. how much is it gonna matter? Exactly. You know, well, he may, I think he, it's that's a good place to leave it. Well, yeah, that's a good place to leave it, you know, and we can discuss this later on, but who knows what may happen if Deshaun comes back? He may be yeah. a great oh, playoff push flex. I mean, he struggled in the preseason, so, but that's none of he, my business. He literally can't practice or play for 12 straight weeks. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what delusions of grander people have, but, like, it's I, only going to go knows. downhill from here. The yeah, best, yeah. to me, and I'm, I'll be the hot take person here, the best case scenario is that Jacoby Brissett catches fire. Because yeah. trying to get Deshaun Watson 12 weeks plus into the season like you're already in a groove you're yeah. already in yeah. a routine as far as how you're calling things everyone's and, got it down and you, yeah. and you gotta yeah. just go oh by the way we have deshaun watson now and it's just like yeah. i don't know how well that's gonna work well and he is chaotic enough to just maybe make it work that's yeah. true I, that, who knows like for on the field but 49ers bears speaking of chaos yeah 49ers yes. bears mooney Mooney, 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 and more Mooney is finally gonna be wide receiver one in Chicago. I am so excited about this. I really regret trading him to you, Josh, <laughs> and yeah. so jelly. Um, because he's gonna be, I, I think he's gonna be a breakout this year. Um, yeah, he's got great yeah. potential. Uh, him and uh Fields, they clicked last year. And I think yeah. it's just going to get better with time. So clear connection. Yeah. Um, one person mm-hmm. I want to bring up, he has been my tight end sleeper, uh, even though I brought up someone else uh, during Statathon. Uh, but Cole Komet. Wait. Yeah. 
Komet. Yes, mm-hmm. Komet has great There's value. Been a lot if you of get look, when you have ninety plus targets and you somehow don't get a single touchdown, like yeah, like that's like Miles Sanders not getting regression. Yeah, right it's, it's exactly. the same exact thing. It's the same exact thing. Regression to the means. He should be yeah. one person to look at, and he's the de facto number two option. Oh, um, for sure. So here's the one problem though with this team. We could literally turn the how many times is Justin Fields going to get sacked into a drinking game and get plastered on Sunday? Probably. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's not good. I think this is where you, we really have to see what this game plan is going to be. I think I think it's going to have to be a lot of RPOs, Yeah, honestly, just to hold yeah. defenders at bay, make quick decisions. Quick game, boots, cowboy, all that. And you better pray Darnell Mooney can beat someone down the sideline. That's which, yeah, which I think is what's which bodes well for Montgomery. So, yes, I, yeah. I actually think Montgomery may have quite him and Khalil Herbert. I do. Monty is say, such a weird situation. Go ahead, Ryan, and, and I want to talk about. Oh, Monty. I was just gonna say. Um, I saw an update, uh, from someone in the Bears organization that kind of whispered that, um, Monty's future in Chicago is kind of in question. So yeah, they're, they're going to let him his, go. Yeah, they're questioning his place on that team. So, I mean, I think part of the backup. Anybody who's in a dynasty league, check out his backup, and if you can stash him, do it because next year you may have a starting running back. Okay, now on to the 49ers. Um, Trey Lance era, everybody. Uh, so really the big kind of questions here, how does Trey Lance look? How does Debo look? And why should you be drafting Brandon Ayuk this year? Oh, shoot, man. I, I'm a big Debo fan, but I think the emergence of Ayuk in this offseason and training camp, you know, there's been a lot of whispers about him really performing very well this offseason. So who knows what that means for Debo? And, you know, he's, he hasn't had Trey Lance as his – uh, his QB before like significant uh, production. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I believe, I believe in Lance and I think he is a good pickup. Yeah, I am a so. huge believer in Lance and to be quite well, honest. Here's the thing. Uh, but before you get into that, Josh, I think the biggest thing with Lance and Ayuk is I feel like so many people forgot that when Lance was starting those three games last season, his preferred target was Ayuk, and then yeah. Debo got the brunt work of the running game and then a couple of passes thrown his way. Yeah. But all of his fantasy points when Lance was in was from running the football. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that's a that's a big thing we do have to look at is for Debo is uh, how many runs is he going to really have? Uh, because obviously there was rumors talking about him not really wanting to be the wide back or I guess being paid more like a wide receiver. But then there's con- there's stipulations in his contract where it's like, oh, hey, bonuses for rushing touchdowns and rushing yards. And yep. yeah, he, he kind of went back and forth, you know, well, at least when it comes to the media, you know, the media came back uh, at the be- at the end of last season and was saying how, he didn't want to run the ball anymore. He didn't want to do that, that he didn't want to, you know, do any of that. So once he got his contract, then an article came out saying pretty much from him saying like, Oh no, I don't mind running the ball. I don't mind doing any of that. And it's like, okay, yeah, I kind of seemed a little flip floppy. 
but you know i mean that's up to him if he's getting paid a lot of money to go run the ball i mean he's gonna run the ball yeah i wouldn't mind if i was getting paid 76 million dollars over the next three years exactly yeah exactly it'll be i see him as being a part of the running game this year yeah in some capacity i think especially to preserve elijah mitchell's health it'd be smart of them elijah mitchell and now jordan mason for sure for sure oh i'm so sorry trey sermon truthers <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trey Sermon, oh, man. Yeah, I gotta hold the L on that one. yeah yeah, yeah um, that's a big l okay really big question for you guys here um how are you feeling about kittle um that's one i am nervous i trade yeah. him away um yeah. all the games that debo was in kittle basically disappeared um yeah. from what it saw for me um with especially this game i mean it looks like i i don't know if roquan smith is playing it as do we know that at all because i know i don't know there's been know. no update on him since he yeah there has been traded. yeah so that's where i'm worried now if he's not playing mm-hmm. then obviously kittle could be an interesting start but I, as far as the entire season i've been out on kittle so that's where yeah, he's gonna be, i think he's going to be the odd man out personally so where do you think that he ends the season? Like top tight end, tight end 10, but barely. And the only reason why is just because I think IU takes a massive step forward. And I think, uh, and those targets, I mean, yeah, not a homer at all. Yeah. For everyone at home, not a homer at all. Okay. Yeah. And Debo is just going to do Debo things. Like he is clearly still the number one in that situation. And I think they're yeah. going to run the ball more with Lance. So yeah, yeah. that's less targets. So I think like In I mean, general, and Kittle, yeah. Kittle's like the one of the best rug blocking tight ends. Period. Like, yeah, and, and he's one of the best like two way options when it comes to just running the ball, catching mm-hmm. the ball. So, but I just don't see it. Like, I really yeah. don't. And I would love to be wrong. I love George Kittle as a football player. It's, but it's that's that's my concern. Yeah, I and I understand your concern. I get that. So I I see him as maybe I'd say seven, eight, nine, maybe. Um, I don't know if you go as deep yeah. as ten, but I I have a little more faith in him than you. So of course I I haven't owned him, but you know it's I have a little more faith because Lance is still a young quarterback he may end up leaning on Kittle a little more than what you yeah, think. That's very so, true. And I think that's probably the best case scenario. Yeah. But that's the thing is we don't know anything. Exactly. We, we don't know anything. We will so find out on week we one. We will find out. Yeah. Ethan, if you had to take a guess on Kittle, where do you think he ends up? Uh, I'm feeling like tight end seven is my gut okay. reaction. Okay. So it's around the same. As, as yeah. Me. Around the same. All right. Yeah. So y'all ready for the next one? Let's do it. All righty. Well, let me. Position oh. two, dealers and bangles. Yep. Ethan, who do you have? I got Steelers in an upset, man. I think that mm. offense is going to click. Um, well, it's either going to click or they're going to just get absolutely ran through. But yeah. the key factor in this one is TJ Watt is the best player in the NFL. Yeah. And also make no mistake. Minka Fitzpatrick is that dude at safety. Yep. Yeah. 
very much so. Uh, I'm, much I am so. curious to see what they do. I really don't remember who the corners are for uh, for Pittsburgh, but you know Mike Tomlin always has a good game plan. But really, yeah. a lot of those, uh, a lot of the wins since he had, well, the win, the big win that since he had against the Steelers last year was just Ben just not performing. Exactly. And when you have Trubisky ben things and Pickett looking really good, like legitimately yeah. really good to where like, yeah. I, I know we did rookie week, but I am ready to say I was wrong on Kenny Pickett. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I yeah. mean, the other thing too is it's going to be a trenches battle. And Definitely. if I have to take Steelers or Cincy in the trenches, I'm rocking with the Steelers every single time. Yeah. I, I don't think – I'm disagreeing there. Got I'm disagreeing there, to be quite honest with you. I am That's terrified fun. about Ste- the Steelers' O-line, personally. Now, if we're talking about uh, – like, obviously, the Steelers' D-line is incredible, even with two at retiring. But yeah. the Cincy revamped their O-line. I mean, that's I'm curious to see there. But, but is I it going to work? Is it going to work? That's the big question. I am terrified, I, though, about the Steelers' O-line. So I have a question for you guys. Fantasy football-wise, who are some players that you're going to be watching? Um, Any receiver. I want to see who becomes the alpha because we're getting hype for uh, Pickens. We're getting – I mean, obviously, we know Deontay and we know Chase Claypool, uh, but who listen, takes off Pickens, from that group? Pickens is smoke and mirrors. Don't fall into that trap yet. He will be that guy, wow. but he's not yet. It's I, smoke and mirrors – George Pickens right now. Ethan, I personally, I am 100% with you on that. Yeah. I definitely think Pickens is a guy, especially if you're in a keeper league, like you sign him at the end of the year and then stash him. Um, yes. Because, I mean, Deontay's deal is a two-year, 36 million. Deontay is incredible. He looks yeah. so good in the preseason. Personally, and he I connected with both QBs. Yeah. I think he's just going to be that guy no matter what. I think yeah. he's the better route runner out of him and Claypool. Claypool yep. is the interesting guy, personally. He'll get long shot action, but he's going to be touchdown dependent. Yeah, very touchdown dependent. Mm-hmm. So just um, be wary. Maybe a, a risky flex option. Yeah, and also Pat Fryermuth, if you have him, start him personally. Start him. Yeah. I would take and him I'm, over. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying look out for Harris, Najee. I I think there's going to be a little regression uh, from what he's had he had last year. Uh, well, I mean moderate regression. Then it's not going to be a huge change because he's going to be the workhorse there no matter what. Yeah. So you know it's not going to be a major regression, but he will have regression that what he had last year. Uh, but I'm also looking at it on the other side of the ball, you know Chase. Burrow, um, I don't think they're going to have as fantastic of a year as they had last year, but yeah. Chase is still going to yeah. but he's going to produce. That, he's going to produce. I don't necessarily know how it's going to happen. That's just been my gut feeling. Yeah. And as good as Cincy is, like make no mistake, Burrow's elite, Chase is yeah. elite, T. Higgins is solid, Tyler Boyd's really good. I I've said it in the off season. I'll say it again. For some reason. I can't buy into Zach Taylor's scheme. A lot of that scheme was my guy is better than your guy, but when you're when that mentality is option one, I'm scared to know what option two is. Right. And 
and I because I personally just as far as if I were a coach which this goes into a lot of hypotheticals but follow me here I am a big believer of the scheme is obviously to like set up your players in the best situations possible and then mm-hmm. if that fails let your athletes be athletes yeah and let your stars be stars now since he, I mean, their entire postseason run and their entire season run was, oh, you can't stop Jamar Chase, so we're just going to just do whatever we want with Jamar Chase, which that turned out to work a lot of the time. Yeah, It's just with that idea, it doesn't necessarily strike twice. So that's one thing I'm really going to be keeping my eye on, but I am nervous about the Bengals in that regard. Yeah. I mean, this game is just going to be the hangover versus a new era. And we'll see what happens on Sunday. Yeah, and we'll see. True. But that very is a great true. week one matchup. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. It should be good. Okay. Oh, so right. next one we have is Colts and Texans. <laughs> Colts and Texans. Who are some players that you're going to be watching? Smoke show. All right. Colts and Texans as I <laughs> smoke terrible show. At, okay. So as I am terrible so, at my job. Sorry, guys. Yeah. No, Ready you're good. For a smoke show. Smoke show for what? Uh, basically, Indianapolis is going to beat them until their pants fall off and they're embarrassed on national television. Well, I mean, we figured that. I mean, that's kind of the Texans' M.O. the last, like, two years. So. Guys, yeah. it, it is yeah. Damien Fierce time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, he's going to be on his back like for the entire game. Oh, you haven't heard this? So that's been the one running around on Twitter so far is Damien Fierce. Damien Fierce. All right. So Damien's going to be laying on Damian his back Fierce. the entire game. He's going to be laying on his back. Okay, so. In the end zone. Yeah, in the end zone. Yeah, no. celebrating. No, but. Yeah. How do you so guys feel about Damien Fierce? Probably not think? the right one. I think. Okay. He, all right, I'll, I'll give you my honest opinion on da- uh, Damian Pierce. Yeah, I think yeah. he is going to be basically he's, James Robinson, but a little bit better. And the only the reason why is because I don't think he's going to – I think his efficiency will be better. He just won't get the volume that James Robinson got, which was kind of absurd. Yeah, but true. I think he will be one that is a late-round guy and go, wow, oh, crap, wow, he's actually legit. And he, he can win – I think he'll win you weeks just out of his consistency. Um, I think yeah. – I think the big issue with Houston is Davis Mills has not looked the best, but that yeah. also could just be him trying new things, which I think is very well, possible. Yeah, they're installing new stuff there in Houston before the season. Yeah, and a also, lot of it was wide receiver mistakes, I will mm-hmm. say. Yeah. If you actually turn on the film, it's not always – because Davis Mills had some good spots and had some drops that made yeah. him look bad. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it, Ryan. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, going back to like Damian Pierce, I think he he's he's light years better than Marlon Mack. He's light years better than Mark Ingram, like at that at the point in their careers. And so I think I think he will be a nice like nice little like added touch to that offense. Plus, they also uh, drafted uh, uh, Kenny Green. Yeah. Yeah. So you buy. So you guys are buying into the hype. I I buy all right. It's out of control. I, I will say it's it's completely out of control. I questioned it at first. But yeah, I'm buying it. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in that same boat. I I'm a believer, 
but I'm also a. I need to see it to truly believe yeah. it. I, yeah. So I need to see I, it. Give me, give me like a week or two into the season, and if he performs mm-hmm. really well, I'm gonna be like, all right, cool, I'm on the train. I will say Let's for the it. people, but, but I need to see, I need to see that production before I truly buy into it. For the people drafting him in like the seventh, I, I want to know what what it is you're smoking. But I did get him in the tenth, and I thought that was a yeah. very good value. That's for good him. value. That's great yeah. value. Yeah, because he's not pro- he's not quite proven yet. You know he 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 has to play against starters in a regular game, not a preseason game. But the, you know, those people are the same ones who drafted Jamarcus Russell first overall. <laughs> yeah, they he's the people. And, and I, I do I agree with getting Damian Pierce late, late rounds. Yeah, late, yeah. late rounds. I will say, um, just bringing up our Dynasty League, um, yeah. when your dad took him at the 110, I was shocked. And then the more I kept thinking about it, the more I went, holy crap, yeah. that is a great choice. Yeah. He may be, he may be pretty you. good. did it again, you jerk. Yeah, he did yeah. it. He did uh, it again. Paul. So... He got um, something other... in a place where he's not supposed to have it, and it's just frustrating. Two other fantasy players I do want to note on this game. The Matt Ryan, Michael Pittman. Can yeah, absolutely. I... I want to say one thing on that. Just yeah, go ahead. Look, look for this game. It'll probably start out in the first half. Matt Ryan and Pittman will have like two touchdowns together, and it's just going to be a Jonathan Taylor smoke show. And that's all I'll say yeah. on this game. Go oh, can, see, can I, I, bring I love more, like, I love that they – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to bring up – I don't know. I haven't checked the depth chart, so this, this cannot age well, and I'll be, I'll, I'll eat it. I want to see whether it's Jelani Woods or Mo Alley-Cox. Yep, Josh is ignorant, confirmed. It's Mo Alley-Cox. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, it's Mo Alley-Cox, yeah. Oh, it is? See, okay. I was just saying I love, I love the addition of Matt Ryan in the offseason. Um, I think mm-hmm. adding veteran, a veteran Hall of Famer QB, yeah, a veteran Hall of Famer QB, and I think he's going to do so well uh, throwing to Michael Pittman. Yep. Pittman is an, is another breakout candidate. Oh, we'll yeah. see as Absolutely. the year goes on, but but uh, those of you that got Pittman, what was it, two years ago? Uh, that yeah. was a oh. It's so going to pay off this so year. And you were about to reap to the rewards off. in redraft leagues. He was one guy. I said, no matter what, I have to get him on my team. Yeah. And then yep. ESPN yeah. said no. <laughs> and who did he get I, to on ESPN? Ashley. He went right I, Ashley. That's what it is. I yeah, wanted cause... to get him. I literally, Ashley picked right before me, and she picked up Pittman before I could. I, I, like, I learned. So, literally, I – so, obviously, I – I started on the draft late. I wasn't able to get there yeah. in time. And I see I picked up DJ Moore. I was like, well, like, crap, I guess, like, Michael Pittman wasn't available. And I looked down, I see Michael Pittman. I'm like, God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just, like, Ashley's, oh, like, wow. Ashley's looking at me was like, yeah, it's Michael Pittman. <laughs> Here, here's Josh's bold prediction for the season, apparently. DJ Moore is better than Michael Pittman. Next that is, game. Yeah. That is not yeah. my bold prediction. Who's playing after that? Nope, it's <laughs> yeah. confirmed. It's confirmed. I'm going to write that on our social media. Oh, Josh, let's – oh, boy. Josh has claimed that. It's going to oh. ruin all our credibility. Watch me somehow okay. be right. I hope <laughs> not, but that would be hilarious. <laughs> okay, right. so we have the new – the newfound Dolphins. Mm-hmm. 
versus the Patriots, this next matchup. Listen, uh, who has a better QB than Mahomes? I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of targets that um Waddle's gonna need to give up to Tyreek. Tyreek <laughs> Tyreek and Tua Tyreek and Tua have they have a connection. You saw that. Yeah, they first have, play they the have game. a connection. And that I think we're gonna find awesome. the crap given to Tua, I think is going to be very like, mm. oh, I'm gonna start taking it back. Yeah, this is where we find out what Tua is made of. Because there's no yeah. more excuses for him. Oh. No, none whatsoever. I will tell you, I will tell you, Ryan. Um, there's one yeah. person you named uh, on this list as far as players to watch, but he is one person that I have jumped ship. And that's Mike Gusecki. Oh, you, I, I wrote I wrote his name. I wrote his name down because he is a trade candidate for the Dolphins. Yeah. He yeah. I I believe that at least by midseason, he's gonna be traded somewhere. L- literally, if you can't block, you will not play for Shanahan, uh yep. Shanahan system. Like yep. without a doubt. So, and who's the head coach? Mike McDaniel. Yeah. Where does he come from? Shanahan. 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 Yep. The Shanahanigans. I was gonna say that Shanahanigans. The Shanahan. So I I don't believe in Gesicki. I just wanted to make a note on here that you know he may not be a part of the team. Yeah. So I just don't think. Yeah. Back, so I just don't think he'll be involved. Yeah. I, I do so think Gusecki Waddle will be an interesting start because he was hurt for quite a bit of training camp, so that will be. Yeah. An interesting thing to no. look at, but um, also Listen, here's the thing about that team: Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle are going to be the entirety of that team. They're yeah. not going to run the ball. They're not going to get it to Gasecki. It's going to be on Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle into yeah. it. So those of you that bought into Chase Edmonds and uh, Raheem it, well, Mostert. Whoops. If you're PPR, right. I say Chase Edmonds is still worth it because he is a good yeah. late round steal. Yeah, that's true, and that's where I think he could his his value is going to be. But as far as running the ball, like in standard league, I am avoiding Chase Edmonds at all cost. Yep, yeah. send him to the farm. Yep. Yeah. So on the other side of the ball, Mac Jones, is he going to have another good year? I think he's going to take some steps forward. I don't think he's going to be anywhere near elite or anything like Mm -hmm. that. But I think we're going to see a better version of Mac Jones. He's still picking up the offense, so it's not going to look pretty. But I'm I'm a Mac Jones believer. Yeah. You know, I I wasn't at the beginning of last year. I I had a hard time believing in him. But over over the whole season last year, he slowly gained my trust. Like he's a he's a fairly consistent QB, and I I like consistency on my team. I like being able to trust QBs. I like being able to trust running backs and wide receivers. So yes. I he think may be a good one to. Oh, I I think he may be a good one to hold on to, um, yeah. as a bye week, you know, stash. He's low end, probably. Uh, I'd say a low end QB. Yeah, he's but definitely a there's, stream there's definitely, QB. There's definitely better QBs ahead of him that I think would produce more, you know, week to week. But, you know, if you're on a bye week and you need to pick somebody up off the waivers, he's probably going to be there. 
So, yeah. and I really think you're going to see Mac Jones attack vertically mm-hmm. um, yep. this year. And that's just something he didn't really do as often or as well as he did, like, say, at Alabama. Alabama. But yep. I really think that's going to happen this year, honestly. Now, the, for me, the big question is, who on earth is this offensive coordinator for New England? That's something is going to – we're going to have to really kind of figure out. Some homeless man found out in New England. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a puppet for Belichick. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, it is, yeah. is Brian Hoyer. You just Hoyer see Belichick on the sideline with his hand just up this homeless man calling plays. So. Like a ventriloquist. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm uh, oh, I am uh, Josh <laughs> Kush McDaniels. Oh my god, oh, um, terrible. Oh, uh, so okay, actually, can, I, can we talk about one more person? Maybe. Yeah, go ahead. Um, get Ramondre while you can. Yes, Ramondre <laughs> is a major steal. He's taking right the now. James White role, so if you're in half PPR, PPR, you have to look at him. I am so glad I that it. I stashed him. Yeah, I had Damian Harris last year, and I picked up Ramondre about halfway through the year because I was like, you know, if anything happens to Damian Harris, I'll have his backup. And I just held on to him through the offseason. And it turned out being one of the best. It it, it turned out being one of the best, like, handcuffs that I've picked up because I think he's going to end up being – pretty decent this year oh yeah yeah he's the equivalent of pink and especially fuzzy. yeah well yeah they are um but with with damian harris being on the last year of his contract and the way belichick uses abuses and throws away rookie running backs um like you know i see i see Ramondre stepping up into that major role possibly next year so Definitely. Well, the last thing I'll say on this game, and then we can move on, is it's really just going to be a fist fight. I mean, that's what every Miami-New England game has been like over the years. I mean, obviously, New England's gotten better than most of the time, but it's going to be a fist fight. I think lots of points are going to be scored. So it'll it'll be a fun one to watch, I think. Yeah, I think this is where, personally, this is where you, you realize that, oh, we knew Miami was going to be way better and good, but now it's like, uh oh, you better watch out for Miami because they're gonna come bring it, honestly. For sure. All right. Sure. Ne- next yeah. game, gentlemen. Yeah, I'll let you do us. All righty. So we have the Ravens going to New York slash New Jersey to play the New York Jets. Jets um, upset. Go Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. Honestly, I think here's here's the thing. I think the Jets are way better than what people give them credit for. Okay. And but I also think the Ravens are still going to win this game, but it's not going to be as by as much as people think. I I personally am guessing 27-17. And the only reason why is because I think this Ravens team, given the amount of injuries and how much sacrifice they had to give to the football gods last year, they're mm. that te- this team is built to be ready midseason. And yeah, like fully yeah. healthy, ready to go. I don't think they're a, they are a finished product yet, or they're going to come out the gates firing. But I mm-hmm. still think they're very solid, and the roster construction, top to bottom, is fantastic. Personally, um, obviously, I think Lamar is going to have a revenge tour just based on how it all went, and then obviously him trying to prove uh, 
that he deserves that. prove that he deserves this extension. Yeah, exactly. And um, but really, Andrews is one to look at. Bateman, obviously, for the Ravens. Um, the one you need to look at, especially for Dynasty, is Isaiah Likely. Obviously, yeah, he made yeah. waves early, earlier in preseason, but it, it's coming out that he's the legit number three option. So not yeah. James Prochet, not Devin Duvernay. It's Isaiah Likely. And the reason why I think that's legitimate is that in the fourth preseason game, he was treated like a starter. And that's where I went, okay, everything you that was reported is legit. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the only and I have him. I have him on game. my taxi squad right now. Yeah, you suck. So here's the only note I have for this game. I, I have them on I my I, I have them on my team too. Yeah. So in in seriousness, I think Ravens are, are gonna wash him out. There's yeah, just not much the sure. Jets can do. They're just they're too young. I think yeah. you're gonna get more clarity on the running back situation for the Jets out of this game. Yeah, and you're gonna find out party. whether Corey Davis is gonna be a sleeper or whether it's gonna be the Elijah Mitchell show. And I think it's gonna be the, the I think the Elijah Moore show. I really think. I, I mean, he's Elijah been take over he's been, him duties. and Garrett Wilson have been the one performing the most in camp. Yeah. I think. Corey Davis got this offer, but I really want to check his contract out if this was the plan to kind of just like yeah. he's going to be washed out by year two. Yeah, Obviously, we'll see. I, I, yeah, we'll see. And because they also doubled up on tight end too, uh, Conklin yeah. and Uzoma. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, they, it'll be really interesting to see. Yeah, really interesting to see. I think, I mean, Flacco's a good veteran presence. So, I'm not oh, turning they, on the team though. And they picked up Jeremy Rock. Well, yeah, they drafted Jeremy Rucker, Rucker, but he's tight at three right now. Yeah. I think they're going to commit more to running the ball. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the loss of Mekhi Becton is huge, and I think no one's really talked Mm -hmm. about it because that was earlier in training camp. And he was supposed to be going to right tackle. So this is where I'm like, what on earth is happening? Um, But I do think Bateman – Bateman's going to be something interesting because I think they're going to try and take him up, like not line him up against Sauce whatsoever, just because. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, obviously, let your players be players. Sauce is that guy, though. I ain't going to lie, but he kind of sticks yeah. to one side. Like it's it's literally new age Darrell Revis, like legitimately. Um, yeah. But, but well, I, am, I am excited to see Brees Hall and yeah. Michael Carter. And he has a tough test to start. Yeah. So yeah. I, I want to see Brees Hall you, go out there and just do you guys really buy that Michael Carter's a starter? No. Yeah, I don't either. Like I never believed it. I was like, you know what? I'll still pick him up because there what if there's actual fire in the smoke? Yeah, yeah but you need I to, still think it's Brees Hall. I think it's Brees Hall with yeah. I, I think it's Brees Hall. But but Ryan, who do we got next? We have the Jags and Commanders. I, oh, I, know, all right, can we skip the I am looking out. I know who I am looking out for, and that is Gibson. Gibson Wrong. is going to be Wrong. great this year. Right? This game. This game. I think once Brian Robinson comes back, then he's going to have a lot of competition. Oh, yeah. But for right really now, quick, he all is, the he is Brian Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, with what happened to him last week, you know, I pray that he has I, a great dude, recovery, that, that he's just fine after all of that. But, you know, Gibson, I think he's going to take over that backfield wall 
Robinson's out. Yeah. So and I saw all right. So first off, yes to Brian Robinson. Like in in a in an off season where we were all saying this is the craziest off season, like that was just the, like yeah. his whole thing. Like I feel really sorry for him because he I, he had the the running back job on lockdown. Now four weeks oh, yeah. of just completely like not being able to do anything, and so the recovery like yep. it yeah. sucks. It Gibson really put sucks. Because he's yeah. he's Gibson yeah. was taking out his competition. Oh yeah, man. It, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we gotta think of like what would be the <laughs> ma- the mafia name for Antonio Gibson. Antonio, oh, Gibbs. Father Gibbs. No, I'm, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> no, it's just Father Gibbs. Father Gibbs. Oh my gosh, that's it. Father, Father Gibbs. Gibbs. <laughs> um, but all right, I do want to talk about Antonio Gibson, and I know. I mean, obviously, we still have more games to go through, but yeah, this is something that's been on my mind for weeks, and I Give it brief, you old man. Yeah. I'm kind of pissed off about the Antonio Gibson situation, even though I don't have him. I'm still kind of pissed off for it. (laughs) This regime is the one to draft Antonio Gibson. Like, this wasn't a situation to where it's like, oh, the old regime took Antonio Gibson and we're not going to invest. No, it's the same people. So this is where it's like, why have you given up on Antonio Gibson, who did not play running back until his rookie year? Yeah. This, like the whole development of running back to wide receiver is literally just um is literally just like it takes time and yeah. so the fact that you have yeah. given up on him in year three I, again i'm yeah. saying it, it is indicative of the coaching staff and if yeah. i was antonio yeah. gibson i'd be asking for a trade yeah. legitimately because the thing for is sure. like if you're giving up on me now like you you signed up for what the development was it's like yes you're you're a fourth round pick but we believe you can be a top guy but yeah but to give up on him brian and and get brian robinson it's it's not this is not a brian robinson issue at all and yeah but we've seen time and time again antonio gibson has that home run ability that people don't and out of mckissick out of robinson out of gibson Gibson's the only one of those running backs that has the home run ability. So the fact that he yeah, got demoted yeah. to special teams, not even RB2, special teams is That's indicative harsh. of the coaching staff. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. That, that's Just, where it's that's where it's like I've said it like they don't set up Terry McLaurin to get like the ma- manufactured touches. Like they I bet you Scott Turner's system is really good. Like the fact that like he's been in the NFL for so long there's no way that his system is not good. What I will say is not good is taking advantage or not taking advantage, putting your star players in advantageous situations is what we see McVay do the best is what we see Kyle Shanahan do the best. What LaFleur has done. Why? Like what is going on here? Because I literally jump ship from Terry McLaurin after what happened last year I'm jumping ship. I jump oh, ship off of Antonio Gibson. Wentz, it may help Wentz out. Like, Wentz may be the best quarterback that they have had in a long time. Like, probably Ew. since, don't, like, don't, since don't, Kirk Cousins. Don't, but, like, don't. I can't trust the Washington coaching staff to put no. these players in good situations. And if I can't do that for actual football, I can't do that for fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. no joke. Well, hey, all rants aside, what I'm looking for in this game is etn i think we're going to be the coming of etn and the comeback of trevor lawrence 
Yeah, I was gonna say Trevor Lawrence is probably gonna progress. Oh, in light years. And the the only I, thing I think he, he finally has people yeah. to target. Good, yep. good quality running or quality wide receiver. Well, he will be the target. They're checking it down a lot to ETN. Yeah. So, oh, not far off and James Robinson. <laughs> nope, and James Robinson. Not yet. <laughs> I, the one thing I, say. I think the one thing I will I say think about Jack you're gonna feel the pain of that Christian Kirk contract. Probably. Yeah. Probably. That Christian Kirk contract, I didn't think it would reverberate the way it did. Oh, but it, it rippled it, the entire league. Yeah, it did. It, but I mean, you have Kirk, you have um Marvin. Marvin Jones Jr. That's it, because they traded Lavishka. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Chark left. Unless yeah. I'm, I mean, they have they did sign Evan Ingram, so that could be wide receiver three. And then you have <laughs> ETN, <laughs> ETN yeah. and and uh, uh, James Robinson. But the only thing I will say is Evan Ingram is definitely one person you want to look at is for waivers. I think you yeah. may need to have a four game sample size to be quite honest with you, but you may have to start looking being like legit about it in week three we'll see yeah doug peterson loves targeting tight ends and that's something that we have we that's just history has proven itself and they signed evan ingram to a 10 million dollar deal so it is a prove it deal so this yeah. could be legitimate and on top of it that it could be remember who their tight end two is dan arnold oh so you have a two tight end system Dang. now. Obviously, not as popular, but it's something that you, we have to be like aware of. So they might actually produce, you know, decent production from their tight ends. Exactly. That, that That's one. That may be somebody to look at. You know, Dan Arnold, and who was the other one? Um, the other uh, Dan Arnold and Evan Ingram. And Evan Ingram. So just shout out for anybody that's needing a tight end that has the has the bench space to stash so evan ingram and dan arnold just stash them see if they develop into something because we don't know quite yet with this what this offense has in store so okay moving on to our next matchup great question giants at the titans oh boy this is we're moving on to our sunday afternoon games this is i'm looking i'm looking for a resurgence of saquon yep i don't think he's gonna be i don't think he's gonna be at his rookie form i think they the giants have learned their lesson and are not going to be just leaning on saquon the entire time I think they learned their lesson. They're not going to do that anymore. I think they're going to spread the ball around, but they are going to use him. He is a weapon that they can use. So, and I also see comeback player of the year, King Henry, Mr. King Henry, Henry himself. He is going to be the comeback player this year. Uh, that's my prediction. So, Ethan. What do you think about this matchup? You're muted right now. Uh-oh. No. There um, you go. Sometimes He's... you're right. Sometimes you're Ryan. King Henry, no. No? The okay. No. 
Listen, okay, I only have one quick note for this game, and then you guys can uh, girl talk it out. But um, I, really, this is just going to be about how bad the Giants wide receivers are against how good Tennessee's, de- uh, Tennessee's defense will play. Okay. Yeah, I'm very That's curious very to see how the day ball system works with Daniel Jones, even though I'm yeah. I'm pretty confident in that Daniel Jones is not it's the not- answer. and. In New York, but I do think like Tony, Wandale, and uh, Saquon are definitely going to be mainstays for sure. And yeah, yeah. it's really just going to be Barkley doing the best he can. And that's going to be the game in terms of like Giants fantasy. In terms of Tennessee fantasy, we're going to see how much the injury affected Henry. And then we're going to see what that system is like with a. It's Chad Conquo that's in Tennessee, right? Uh, Chico Conquo is a tight end, but also yeah, Kyle end. Phillips and uh, Tr- well, Traylon Burks. Nope, yeah. Traylon is dead. I all, don't all think Traylon is. I don't think Traylon is wide receiver one there. No, nope. Robert, no, Robert Woods. That, that it's it's Woods. Yep. It's Bobby Trees is going to be wide receiver one there. Yeah, yep. and then they have Bobby Trees. Yeah, and then they have uh, what's his name. Second, I think this is his second year. Oh, uh, in the league. Akine? Akine, yeah, That's yeah, Akine. Akine. yeah, 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 Nick yeah. Westbrook, Akine, yeah. I think Akine is going to take a step forward. This he could be a sleeper, even, he definitely could he be a even overtake. Sleeper. I, I think he's going to overtake Woods, whether yeah. by injury or by skill, he's going to overtake Woods this year. Well, prediction, I, so I, I like can it. see it. I personally see that it's going to be Kyle Phillips. Because I think Kyle Phillips okay. will man the slot role. And mm-hmm. based on preseason play, I'm going to be very honest with you guys. I thought Malik Willis would need the entire year. I say if Tennessee's not looking good by bye week, we could see Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. Like legitimate. Okay. So and Tannehill gets usurped. Yeah, okay. I think it's possible. Like I, I, I again. Like, I don't think it happens, but there's a non-zero chance of it, honestly. Yeah. And, um, Good predictions. But, yeah. Yeah, but, that's something that we can, you know, see. I could see happening Yeah, in the middle. And of we'll season. watch for it on Sunday, and we'll follow as the season sure. continues. But yeah, for we, sure. Yeah, next round. Yeah, this next matchup, Chiefs v. Cardinals. Ooh. Sunday afternoon. Kyler, Mahomes, Kelsey. That's a that's a potent matchup right there. How how Very much potent. is Kelsey gonna carry this team? That's, yeah. that's my I think gut that's, I think that's yeah. the big question, honestly. Now it, Kelsey it really is wide is. receiver one. <laughs> I yeah. mean, wide receiver he one, is, I think yeah. we're gonna see between uh MVS, Juju, and uh Sky Moore, like who's who's the person that's next? No one they're gonna be duking it out. They're going to be duking it out to to figure out who is that wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I feel like right that's now it's what we're going to see. I th- yeah. think what we're going to see this Sunday and going forward is one of those three wide receivers is going to rise to the top. So watch your waiver yep. wires. Yep. CEH, can he stay healthy? Question mark? Question mark? I'm not a believer in CEH. And then finally, Kelsey, wide receiver one, is he going to stay healthy in that role? How much can he carry? Is Patrick Mahomes going to be the same one from last year where he's going to be doing too much? I mean, it's just a big question mark game for me. Yeah. 
I'm and really... there's a lot of question marks. It's yeah. only going to be solidified by time and then playing games. Yeah, there, so. there's a lot of question marks. I personally think Andy Reid, I, I really think they're going to adjust. I, I, I think they may just commit to running the ball more. That might be the, the key there and just like unlocking play action. Now, that's where it gets interesting. I would say also as a last uh, round or late round uh, waiver addition, Isaiah Pacheco. I, I think yep. it. Don't I, buy the hype. I, I, it's, it's not hype. It's having no faith in CEH. Yeah, I it, don't it, have any faith. Uh, literally, I, it's it's instead of like it's a whole thing of I have more. It's not that I have uh, more faith in Pacheco. It's I literally am heavily concerned about Ceh. Yeah, and and the thing I is, think, we have also seen Rotten Jones just not be healthy mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. See, I I think with Ceh, he gets replaced either this year or next yeah i really he hope he does good. i really hope he does good though honestly yeah because i think he's gotten a lot of crap but um over the last couple of years of his career but like if we really think about it that chief's interior o-line was just yeah, kind of garbage awful. his rookie year yeah. and then yeah. last year was just weird just really weird yeah. that i it, just I just didn't see the explosiveness I like to see in in running backs in him. I just didn't see, well, it. And, and I don't I don't like to, that. to kind of change you gears. Know, I I don't want to go down a rabbit hole in that, but uh, in terms of Cardinals, I, I think the big note for them is really going to be how big of a tantrum is Kyler going to throw this season? Because we saw last year they had success, and then he threw a tantrum, yeah. and they threw the entire season away. So I think it really yeah. comes down to that. I know Josh, you hate Cliff. And whatever <laughs> you're, you're gonna personally attack him till the day you die, and that's yeah. fine. But it really comes down to Kyler and how big of a tantrum he throws this season. I'm gonna yeah. be, I'm gonna be honest with you, and the only reason I'm gonna, I get on Cliff is because I've seen him adjust, and I've, I was like, you can do this. You're just choosing not to, and that, yeah. and that's where it's like, unfortunately, the D Hop trade kind of emboldened that. But I mean, here's what we're gonna see, uh, Ertz is going to be i guess he's going to be he's going to be a factor you have hollywood you have rondale i am nervous about both those trying to be wide receiver one i'm personally worried and seeing hollywood in baltimore it's kind of my sample size yeah trey mcbride is definitely someone i wouldn't say look at right now but mid-season watch out that's one guy i think if there's any transition that happens it's going to be it's going to be there yep. yeah ryan any final notes um no um other than yeah, you know there's been Ill, some trade rumors <laughs> yeah there's been some trade rumors about alexander madison on the vikings um okay. being traded away i think a good landing spot for him might be the chiefs so Okay. Ooh, I, I can see my that. little my little two cents well in there. I can i'll, I'll say one last thing before we move to the next game and just be ready for a james connor regression yep oh, so yeah. yes yeah. we call we call this in the off season i i'm yep. gonna hold to it yep mm-hmm. yeah who do we got next Keep that in your back pocket okay so we have or ryan raiders the Chargers. This game's going to, be going to be insane. 
high-powered game. The, the I am gonna be watching this game. Of the downfall of oh my gosh, why can I not think of the Devontae Adams? Oh, no. Darren Waller, the Waller, yes. Darren Waller. Thank you. Yeah. I, my brain was not working. No. Yeah, no. He's this not is where we're gonna getting... see the end of Darren. Waller. Yeah, he's not gonna be getting near as many targets no. as like, he used to. And, and the big thing here is not the fact happen. that he really hasn't been in training camp, like as far yeah. as like getting reps or anything like that. It has been Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro, and it's going to stay that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so that's why, like, for me, it's like, man. I've been drafting Hunter Renfro because of that. I was like, ooh, when when you have when you have a legit number one receiver across from Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro is about to embarrass some folks. And yeah, so- yeah. yeah. I, I'm, here's my thing on this game. I feel like you're going to see Derek Carr ascend, but we're really going to start to see the dynamic of what this Vegas offense is going to be. Yeah. Is it going to be Devontae Adams? Is it going to be more Hunter Renfro? Is yeah. Josh Jacobs going to prove himself and stay on the team? I mean, we're, we're going to see, and that's what we're going to be following all season long with them. The defense yeah. is going to be interesting, too, not as much of a storyline as the offense. And then in terms of the Chargers, defense, we're going to see how much they improved against yeah. one defense. I mean, they they sure. bulked up their interior D-line, so I don't think they're going to get run over as much as they did last yeah. year. There's one thing I do want to add that I think is kind of interesting about the Raiders offense. I know we need to talk about charters definitely, but with the Raiders, I know a lot of people have thought Renfro maybe just because of how that McDaniels system has been the last couple of years. Yeah. Also have to remember that McDaniels was the guy in 07. Yeah. When it was Randy Moss, Wes Welker, and they, yeah. and Tom Brady was throwing bombs to Moss basically all season. Yeah. Make no mistake, I Josh McDaniels is not just a slot guy when it comes yeah. to like offense and the scheme. Now, I do think you're going to get a lot of those option routes, but like you literally have the two best receivers for that in Renfro and yeah, uh, yeah. that's fair. So I think I, that. I think like we know there may be a regression for Devontae Adams. I don't think it's as big as people are saying it will no. be though. No. But I think lastly, he's going yeah. to have, he's going to still have a wide receiver one year. I think he's still going to be a wide receiver one. He's just not going to have that much upside as he did with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So I, I think final note here uh, for Chargers offense, and we we can all chime in on this. Um, I I think it's going to be interesting to see how wide receivers match up. I mean, obviously we know this is a high powered offense. Those younger offensive linemen are just getting more chemistry, going to be more solid. So it's really just going to come down to health, I think. I mean, Mike Williams should be a big part of this offense. I think Keenan Allen's going to regress a little bit, but this this offense is going to be good. Hopefully, Eckler can hold out too. But I guys, think they may run sure. the ball more, like legitimately, because I, I yeah. can see them going. Man, we were high powered last year, but we left our defense out to dry. And yeah, yeah. who was their first round pick this year? Zion Johnson. It was yeah. a guard. And I'm like, yeah. man, if you want to beef that up, it's so if beef like but they literally beat that part of the some, line. Yeah, they also did yeah. make some offseason moves like uh who was it? Was it JC Jackson? Yeah, JC acquired JC Jackson. Um yeah. I was uh they it was Slater. No, that was not Slater. Rashad there was another Slater? 
no, there was another, I thought there was another guard, but I might be completely wrong on that. Um, but it would, yeah. I mean, Zion Johnson, JC Jackson, they re-signed Mike Williams. Um, yeah. And uh, Josh Palmer looks to be the entrenched wide receiver three. Yep. Bless you. He's, and it, this offense is looking very good. Very yeah. good. good. Oh, very good. Gerald Everett is also the tight end now instead of mm. Jared Cook. Him and Parham. Who do we got next? I don't want to talk about Gerald Everett. That guy sucks. Who do we got next? <laughs> no, I, I, I just say, I honestly just say Gerald Everett as far as it's a better receiving option that's okay. only going to help Herbert. I don't think Everett is going to be like, like a tight end worth mentioning just because there's so many weapons. But if you have another, like, like decent guy there, Herbert's going to, Herbert's going to stay Herbert. Herb the perv. Ryan, who do we got next? That is not the right Herbert. This is is my favorite matchup. Packers at Vikings. This is a game that I wanted to watch at, at us bank stadium. I was, so excited to do that but finances did not allow me to go out there but this game is going to be great i think this new Devonte adams list packers team i think they're going to yeah. be more um focused on the rush which is great for aj Dillon, aaron jones, jones. they're going to be i think they're going to be a great one-two punch in that uh packers backfield yeah but, that, that's um, your fantasy new... right there is aaron jones yep. aj yeah. Dillon. Yep. Yeah, and they're honestly, it's going to be hard to distinguish between which one is going to be producing more. So I, I will say, say both of them are high risk, high reward, uh, either flex or RB twos. Um, so, I would also can I can oh, I just ahead. about the AJ Dillon Aaron Jones thing? I yeah. think if you're if it's PPR, go Aaron Jones. In mm-hmm. half PPR, I think you're good with both. And the standard, I yeah. think it's AJ Dillon. That's just how yeah. I've kind of been taking it. Aaron Jones has definitely been used way more in the passing game. Uh, so, so that's where I think rumors that it's been opposite. Here's, here's an interesting Dillon note, too. Really? Okay. Has been starting to be used in the passing game. So you can do it. So I'm getting out of the backfield really quickly, though, because we could talk about that all night. Yeah. I, I think we could have a Christian Watson. Jamar uh, Chase type situation happen. No, nope, it's not Christian Watson. I will tell you that. <laughs> because Christian well, Watson. Just hang on, just hang on. Really? There was so much crap talk about Jamar Chase, and he didn't do anything in preseason. You know, I, I think there could be a similar conclusion. Now, obviously, we have to go play football, but I'm just saying for the sake of prediction. I think that could be a legitimate situation of as long as he's not the one Rogers was talking about for dropping the ball. It, it could be a similar type situation yeah. where we don't see him produce early on, but when the season actually gets rolling, dude just takes off. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I, I mean, look at this past like couple of weeks with hype. Speaking of Packers and hype, dudes, Romeo Dobbs, however you pronounce it. Romeo Dobbs. I think they Romeo said it was Dobbs. this guy. This guy could he, for some reason, the seas are parting for him right now. Yeah. You know, I think it was Cobb was down uh, with an injury. Cobb was uh, down. Christian Watson oh. was down with an yep. injury. That kind of paved his way for more playing time in. And now Lazard um, is questionable for week camp. one. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, so I think the C's are parting. The roster yeah. is parting before him, and he is allowing or he is being allowed to move up the depth chart, and we may see him start week one, which would yeah. be awesome. I think that would be so cool to see him start. Yeah. yeah. But we'll see yeah. if he if he produces. And I one thing I did want to say on the other side of the ball, because I'm you know wearing a Vikings jersey, um, I am excited to see this KOC offense. Um, yep. and see how number one how cousins transitions to this three wide receiver offense or three wide receivers i think offense. cousins can do it because he he was in a mcveigh system in washington mm-hmm. so it's not it's yeah. not like this is a brand new thing for him like he mm-hmm. was a legitimate fantasy option in washington yeah. for some of those years and now, but now when you get to do it with osborne Thielen, obviously jets and then on top of that you get Rager, which I don't expect Rager to be that much, but I think that's, is something that's saying that, like, I think that says something to where you go and you basically add more to the receiver room. And I, I mean, Rager was definitely a low risk, uh, high reward kind of, uh, oh no, a high risk, high reward. Sorry. I knew I flipped that high risk, high reward. But I think that goes to show how much they're like, we need to get athletes in the receiver position. Yep. And and they're making that an emphasis. Final notes for this. Um, I I think Dalvin Cook, obviously. And then JJ is going to come out and show he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. All you need to know for fantasy. Yeah. Jets Jets is going to be a powerhouse this year. I guarantee, especially with this new offense. Yeah. So, this um, next matchup. Can I say one oh, more thing? Ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. About Christian Watson. I don't think Christian Watson is going to be a big factor in, in the beginning games. He missed time, but also let's remember anyone from an FCS school within the last two years, I am giving them more grace than usual just because of that COVID season because it was yeah. only D1 that really played. Yeah. Uh, so that's where is something I see Watson, the more reps he gets, I think he can be a strong playoff push kind of player. Uh, okay. That's kind of just been my projection for him this year. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see as the, as the year progresses, see how he does. Okay. This next matchup, Buccaneers, Cowboys, this Sunday game, night game. They are not them boys. This they are not them boys has way more question marks than I realized. Like when I was thinking about this game, and literally, it's I mean, Tyrone Smith goes out, they just signed Jason Peters, which is I think is a big deal because that lets Tyler Smith go back into guard. But do I have issues about Michael Gallup, Jalen Tolbert, CD Lamb? Yes, I have major questions about that because it's yeah, which one of them? We'll see what happens. Yeah, which one of them is going to step up into that yeah. uh, wide receiver one role? My guess is C.D. Lamb. Yeah, C.D. You know, Michael Gallup, he could take over some of those targets. So Maybe I, later. Uh, is Gallup uh, activated for week one? No. Uh, no. I don't think okay. no, but I'm talking about okay. eventually. Week eventually, one. Eventually, yeah. It, uh, yeah, week so one is going to be all this. That's where Tolbert gets interesting. Like, yeah. your, your cowboy notes are – the coming of C.D. Lamb, the regression of Zeke, and Tony Pollard maybe securing. That's yeah. your storyline right there. Dak will be well, Dak. He'll be consistent. And, well, and, I want to say I want to say this. They they have been lining up Tony Pollard in the slot 
that and why, lining it makes him sense. up outside for some reason memphis oh has been God. pumping out like wide receiver running back hybrids yeah. from Antonio love, Gibson to Tony yeah. Pollard. i yeah. love that for tony pollard that is gonna be so awesome that's gonna be tremendous upside for, yeah. him for fantasy managers and yeah. you know still getting some of that rushing work behind zeke I think that's oh, that's gonna be yeah. Incredible. He's someone that I'm, I'm like I can see playoff push. It's Tony Pollard, yeah. honestly. Yeah, so and, glad I picked him up the in the flip side. Talk to us about the flip side, Ryan. What are your footnotes? Um, Godwin, Godwin. Yes, um, got to keep an eye on. Got to keep an eye on Godwin. Um, he's a full part. He's he gonna be. A, yeah, I read he was gonna be healthy for week one today. They said he was going to be ready for week one. Um, mm-hmm. It's still, as far as I know, it's a big question mark, but I believe that rumor is he's going to be ready and he's going to be playing on Sunday. So, I, I just think this game's going to be weird. Tom Brady missed uh, like 10 days. Um, yeah. they, they, they got Shaq Mason, but I don't know who they're filling in for center or for their other guard yeah. spot. Um, because yeah, they've had a lot of injuries. Like There's a lot of injuries line. that have happened on that line. And I and I wanted to say um, Fournette. They spoke out about Fournette uh, getting a lightened workload. So I, does that? Um, he gained the weight back. Rashad. Who is it? Rashad White. Rashad White. Rashad White. Yeah. Yeah. Rashad White may become relevant. He, he yeah. really could. I, I just don't think it enough to be a flex at the moment. No, but, it would be but, a deeper I mean, league. Yeah. Main, like, main footnotes, Tom Brady's the GOAT. Yeah. I wouldn't be concerned. Godwin, question mark, but Mike Evans is going to take over this game. More Fournette, like Godwin, he should question be. mark, explanation, or explanation. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's there's Julio, there's Scotty Mellon. Yeah. Like, I think the I, third yeah. receiver, oh, Russell oh, Gage, sorry. Russell Gage was Russell the guy Gage. I couldn't remember. Yeah, Russell Gage. So I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see who is that third receiver. Because that yeah. third receiver has done really well the last couple of years, whether it's mm-hmm. Antonio Brown, Scotty Miller was one guy. At Tyler some point, Johnson. yeah. No, Tyler Johnson's not there. He he's got cut. Yeah, yeah. He's got cut. Yep. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, but yeah. he was that third receiver last year, wasn't it? There we go. Story to follow. Josh, who do we who do we got next? The last game, and this game is going to be very interesting. But we got the Monday Broncos night. and the Seahawks for Monday night. Yeah, it's the Russ revenge game. Wait, wait, wait. We we're missing a game. Wait a minute. You're right. I am missing a game. Yeah. Where is it? Falcons oh Saints. Yeah. Put Falcon some Saints. respect. I have that. Name. Wow. Wow. I must have missed that. I did miss that. I apologize, everybody. Because you I should. also have. So let's Wait, let's talk about that. that no, no, no. Let's talk about it's that. Time for, no, it's time for my tangent. You guys have been going all night. I can yeah, go on go my tangent. Go for it, Ethan. Let's talk your talk. Listen, I have the freaking Gavin Wives over here who just won't shut up. But um, listen, the Falcons, man, I, I think we're going to show a lot this week. Um, I think Mariota is going to surprise people with how well he's going to do. And I think that mobile quarterback is going to kind of change up just the pacing that they – because they've been so slow with Matt Ryan and methodical, and now they can be more – dynamic i i guess would be the right word uh i think you're gonna see drake london show why he's gonna be the offensive rookie of the year um 
I think they were really protecting him and trying to limit his contact in the preseason, but it wasn't anything serious in terms of his knee injury. And then, you know, Kyle Pitts is Kyle Pitts. He's going to get multiple touchdowns against the, the Aints. And, and it, it's going to be a good game. I think you'll see Tyler Algier get a good amount of carries as well in terms of the Falcons. But I'll let you guys. I think this game could be a low-key shootout. And the only reason why yeah. it, I think is because the Saints very quietly lost two of their starting DBs, Marcus Williams to the yeah. Ravens and then uh, yep. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to the yep. Eagles in a trade yep. literally like last week. And yep. I think there's that. I think you also have to realize – Jameis Winston was actually really good last year considering what weapons he had. Now, consider the weapons he has this year to where we're even saying Michael Thomas may not even be wide receiver one for them, to be honest with you. When really? You, well, as in like – I have been hearing that. Like he'll be starting, but I, I think on the fantasy output, I think Alave is – he He's has a bigger really? threat to that than I think people realize. Interesting. Just he Yeah, is, I mean, my players watch are Alave, and that's it. Alave. Alave. I mean, Kamara is going to do Kamara things, but I is think this. Is he getting suspended? What's no, going on? So it's That's a be, big question, Mark. It's the, That's yeah, you guys remember the Zeke situation? I know we brought it up uh, as like, yeah, oh, yeah, I feel it. Let him play two games and they're like, oh, suspended. Well, I they said most likely it's not going to happen till next till the off season. Yeah. So wow. I, there's a good chance he may not even get suspended. That's why he his ADP was so weird because it was like he it was from seventh and then in one week shot the second round. Yeah. 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 Well, he'll be a late season trade. Awesome. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, but um, I would also say. I mean, Ethan, there's one thing we do want to talk about, and that is, uh, are we ready for the era of Kyle Pitts? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's going to dominate. And uh, you it. can go ahead and intro what happened. I love it. Okay, okay. So I, we, I want to bring this up because the moment – like, it, th- this is usually taboo. Like, you don't take two tight ends, right? Usually just because, like, it, in, in drafts, it's – it's this whole thing of, like, why would you do it? You're only limiting yourself. And I think me and Ethan here would like to propose the idea that doing it with Kyle Pitts is okay. And he's I now a real tight end. He's, he's he has he's lined up. Tight end. He literally isn't. Whatever. If we if we're really gonna play this, then this is on a dynasty level. Whatever. His oh, contract okay. situation is going to be so interesting. I think Kyle Pitts is worthy mm-hmm. of a flex spot. He is really 50-50 tight end receiver. And I think it's okay if somehow you get a chance to draft like him and Andrews or something like that, then or him and Kelsey. Him or Kelsey at like getting that kind of combo, do it. Because that means one less tight end goes to mm-hmm. someone else. It completely drops off. Like we know how tight ends are. Now, usually for me in most leagues, I really kind of went against that this year because I didn't want to get into the sweepstakes of going for three tight ends, really. But I think in going to get two tight ends and put that pressure on the rest of your league mates who are probably not focusing on tight end, yeah, make the move. Do it. But go ahead, Ryan. You want to respond? Incorrectly? I don't want to respond. Ethan, you and I have one. That's all I'm going to say. Ryan's I mad. I have Kyle Pitts and Kelsey. Ryan, I'll see you in the championship game. Except- I, look, watch yeah. you not even make the playoffs. 
Just watch. Says the one who lasted for sure. Says the one who has won this league, this ESPN league. Says the scumbag. Two years in a row. For the last two years in a row. For two Two years in a row. You absolute dirtbag. Two years in a row. You're a dirtbag. Look, Monday Night Football. Monday okay, Night Football. So, We're going back to yeah. it. Monday Night Football. Broncos versus Seahawks. This is Russ's revenge game. How do you guys feel about it? Um, uh, I think Russ Ru- is going to absolutely violate them. Yes. <laughs> Russ is going to violate them, but I will also say perception um, is a real thing. Uh, I was deemed crazy for taking DK in the seventh round, though I think DK is actually going to be really good this year. And yes. I think it's re- I think it's just going to be very interesting. He quietly survived um, missing Russ last year, um, yeah. if we really want to take a look back at stats. And then on top of that, they just signed him. Yeah, he's going to get looked at, and he's going to get targets. They have to do so unless they want to suck for the, the rest of the year. I- He's going to be the only bright spot on the team. Yeah, I think I so, am, too. I'm going to kind of play devil's advocate here. I don't think okay. that he is going to get close to wide receiver one numbers. I, I think he's going to be a hmm. mid-grade wide receiver two, maybe even hmm. low grade, because he has a very low floor. Look at who's throwing him the ball. Gino so Smith. that's part of the perception issue, too. I think Geno Smith is a lot better than what people give him credit for, but I, I, I can agree on the wide receiver two grade. Honestly, I just I, don't think he's going to live up to his okay. ADP. I well, should say. No, without going down any more rabbit holes, full prediction, some, some to watch DK may be the only bright spot on that team. I don't know who else would do anything other than other than him. Yeah. So, so if, we got DK Seattle in terms of fantasy. In terms of Broncos, everyone do yourselves a favor. Start Jerry Judy. Do not second guess yourself and talk yourself out of starting someone who could be a top 10 wide receiver this year. I um, think Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I was going to say both I yeah, I think Cortland Sutton is someone Judy. you keep your eye on. Um, more, yeah. yeah, I would. I personally think. I mean, we talked about Alberto, but it's really going to be the Cortland Sutton Jerry Judy show, and then obviously, yeah. it's Javante. Javante's being like restrained by like an old man, basically. But- yeah, but they're they're giving him more work than what he had last year. They they yeah. split it pretty like down the middle between those two, and I think Javante is going to be getting the uh, lion's share. Of the I think if it's like sixty forty, which I yeah. think is the worst case, in, well, the worst case would be fifty fifty, but even sixty forty, Javante is a top ten back. Yeah. And that's this week. I, a little bit extended week. because of storylines because the season's <laughs> starting up. These will be yeah. quicker, just quick fantasy oh, notes. Yeah. Especially we'll hone it in. We'll yeah, hone we'll, it in, we'll hone it in because, I mean, the big fun. thing that I, – I mean, this is just again, – again, I'll go on a little tangent because we got one more segment, y'all. Um, it's just we are 
it's going to hone in because we're going to learn more about each team as the year goes on. And it's just, you're going to understand, you're going to dial in, like basically who to look into, which matchups to look. And that's the joy of fantasy, honestly. And, but the joy of week one is not, is just, you've been football deprived for like months. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For months. And it's finally coming back to us and we are so excited. Um, so let's go ahead and go on to our next segment. All right, guys. Our final segment. It's this is the which, which is bus sleeper sleep. and lock. It is so back. It is back. It is back. Okay, let's start with bust. I have as my bust Cam Akers. I understand against against the Bills' uh, high-powered offense. Not just their defense, but offense. I don't see the Rams uh, handing it to Akers very much this week. Um, yeah. On top of that, he's splitting the backfield with Daryl Darrell Henderson. Yeah. So I don't think Daryl. Daryl. I don't think he's going to be getting as much of a workload as as many people think. You know, he produced a lot during what the 20... playoff game that they had. Yeah, well, I mean, that end yeah. of the year they were going to, so yeah. 2020. But he didn't yeah, see so, their run, their run game in the playoffs, other than Sonny Michelle, was trash. Yeah, he struggled, but you know, he he's now splitting the backfield with Darrell Henderson. I don't think he's yeah. going to be I Josh. I think that's worried. a good thing. Okay, so what's, uh, your, what's your bust, guys? I think it's Fournette. And I okay. And the only reason it's it's a lot of extraneous circumstances. I think losing Jensen hurts. I think losing both your guards, and then at least you're able to replace one. But like, just losing losing O line in general is not good. Um, so I I think we just need to temper expectations. He was an incredible back last year, but also everything went right. Honestly, yes. And that's something that we do have to understand. While I do think he'll still be good, I am questioning whether it's going to be top 10, but I could see top 15. And it just has to be like volume based. I I don't know as far as efficiency. It's just, there's been a lot of bad luck with, uh, with with Tampa so far. And I think unfortunately that's going to hit Fournette in more ways. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Ethan, what is your, bust the entire washington organization <laughs> okay okay so ethan you know, says don't go yeah. with any you know, uh, any washington can we can we talk about the can we talk about the fact that uh chase young re-aggravated his acl yep oh yeah that's another oh, issue i think is, yeah, is how much they're going to disappoint you this year just yeah, don't do it to yeah, it will not be good. Um, so Ryan, back to you. The sleeper of week one is ooh, ooh, ooh. okay. Sleeper. I'm I'm not okay. I'm not expecting too much from him, but I do expect him to produce. Uh, this is his prove it week for me. That's Damian Pierce. Ooh. We already talked about him. Good I, I, we already talked about him. He's got a limited uh, – he, he had limited time in preseason, showed up, though. So um, uh, we'll see what he can do in game time against starters, 
you know, I think his workload alone makes him a, a, a RB2 with low end RB1 upside. So, yeah, good pick. Josh, that's my very mistake. good pick. Um, ooh, this is going to be very interesting because there's there, I honestly have like three or four that I was like, hmm, this could be an interesting uh scenario. Um, personally, I will say this the Packers have two corners, but do they have three? My sleeper and a deep sleeper is KJ Osborne. Oh, I like. I like because that. I, I mean like the, the, the big tinfoil hattie, but okay. It's a bit tinfoil hattie. Um, I was. Well, I mean, if you look at yeah. his at his production last year, he scored more touchdowns than some wide receiver ones on other teams. Yeah, and I, I think, think he scored he scored like six touchdowns last year. Yeah, and I think with Osborne that it's so that it's definitely going to be someone to look at, but if you do need a chain mover and make no mistake, Jair Alexander's on, uh, is going to be on jets. Stokes yep. 100% is going to be on feeling because you can't just have no anyone on feeling still. It's who is going to be going up against uh, in Osborne, whether that they're going to have to use the safeties, okay. Amos or Savage or do they have to use like Quay Walker or something like that? Which even then I'm like, Osborne's legit. Um, yeah. I got to I got to see him play in Miami. I was like, I, I was like, all right, this dude's legit, and I'm happy that he's getting this opportunity. So I do think in PPR formats, he's definitely someone to look at. Um, I'll say my other pick after uh, after Ethan's, but that's one I think is a shot in the dark that people need to think about. Well, yeah, mine's gonna be rope cut and dry. It's it's ETN man. I mean. There's a lot of hype, but he has to go out and do it. And if if he can show that he's the player that the Jags drafted there in the first round, he's going to be a sleeper, a dangerous sleeper. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I agree. I, yeah, no no argument there. My other pick would have been Mooney, honestly. Yeah, for sleeper. Mm-hmm. So I, I uh, am kind of going off book when it comes to Locke. So – I have two locks. Okay. Both both on the same team. Both running backs. My locks are Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. I think they're going to be leaning on the run game a lot. And I think just any combination of those two on your team, you know, you can put either of them in a flex and lock it in. You know, yeah. they're there. Even a even an RB2, I'd say you could put either of those in. If your RBs are, are super weak, you know, throw them in and they'll get you good points. So I think they're locks for me. Okay. I yeah. like that. I like that pick and definitely both. I think that's, you have to tell the story with yeah. both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Josh. Oh, this is tough. Uh, I'm going through it. And I'm like, I'm really thinking here. <laughs> um, Man. It's hard picking locks because you're going off of last year. Yeah, you're especially it's week not, one. I'll, yeah. I remember this. I said both AJ Brown and Julio. That was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, there's you no know, yeah. Josh doesn't get skin in the game, so he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and go. Yeah, go uh, for it. Lock, lock has got to be. 
It's hard because there's so many good players too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I think I have two, and they're all they're both going to be playing on Thursday. Josh Allen. Oh no, only one is Josh Allen and JT. Nice. Okay, I have two. All right, so if we're going two, I have two as well. So I got Debo as one. AJ Brown and Julio. No. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> Run it back. I'm ready to get hurt again. Um, no, I think it's going to be <laughs> I think it's going to be Debo. And I think it's going to be Allen Robinson. Debo Ooh, I like Robinson. that. Okay. I like okay. that. Um, just per- personally, I think Allen Robinson is again oh. way better than what everyone gives him credit for. Tredavious White, I think, is oh. playing. Um no, What's that? That now we can take a breath. <laughs> yeah, now we can. But um, I really do think uh, Debo will get his. I don't think Chicago is going to be very good this year. Just that yep. team was in shambles. So I know they have some work yep. to do. But Allen Robinson is that guy. And I think you're going to be hyper focused on Cooper Cup, but then you're going to be like, ah, crap. I could throw one on one to yeah. uh, Allen Robinson and call it a day. Right. Yep. And that's it. That's the preview. Right, that is it. That is it. It is good um, to be back. It, it is great to be back. Week one um, is at our doorstep. And uh, we're going to be putting out three of these episodes a week. They won't be uh, the other two. The other two are not going to be as long. Um, we have, you know, injuries and news. And then we'll have a uh, review of the week where we just discuss what happens, uh, you know, uh, any updates on injuries, anything like that for that week. Yep. Um, before, you know, we end, uh, like and subscribe on our YouTube yeah. channel and follow us on all of our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LastPlaceFP. Yep. Check us out. Um, please go there. Comment on our posts. We We offer advice on lineups you know and we just like talking and i I will say love talking football yeah i will say especially with facebook because that's the one that offers like an unlimited word count if you want to like talk out trade ideas or talk about or actually i would say mainly trade ideas because they're going to get very important by the trade deadline definitely hit us up there that is hit us up that's going to be one thing we're really going to be talking about Mm -hmm. this year for sure we love doing that. So um, go ahead and uh, post your post any questions you have, trade um, suggestions, anything like that. Um, so yeah, this is the week one preview, yeah. and we are so excited to be into this year. So oh, it is so good. Before we leave, before we leave, just remember: sometimes you're right, and sometimes you're wrong. Oh. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. We're bringing yeah. it back. Oh, it's ne- it never left. <laughs> so, thank you again, everybody, for watching the Last Place Fantasy Football Podcast, and we'll see you very soon. <laughs>